0: episode of What the Bleep Are They Talking About, where we help you understand exactly what the news is talking about today. I'm Jack, and with me as always is the fabulous Jennifer. Hey, everybody. And before we get started, make sure you like and subscribe down below. And don't forget to comment. Let us know if you love us, hate us, or somewhere in between. If you like what we're doing, um, we want to know. So. And ring the bell. And we'll get into it. So this episode, we're talking inflation, which what I love about the economy is that no matter what headline comes out, everyone automatically becomes the world's best economist. That is one thing I will never claim to be. But you can claim it. As long as you are on a political side of the aisle, you can be an economist And base your economic proposals or or viewpoints based on the selective headlines that you have read. So, if I read one headline and have an opinion, I too can be an economist. Yes, and that is exactly what we're about to do. Please don't tell that to my college economics professor or economics professor. He might be watching. He would not agree. But I love it. I love it as as in depth and as, as large as the u s economy, which is connected to every other economy on earth, right there's no way for any one person to know exactly what 's going to happen in the economy. Not even economists know they have to make predictions based on you know past data current data and and they can be wrong Well, the weathermen are just always wrong <laughs> not always wrong um. Well, I mean, the weather, there's only so many different weathers. Sunny, rainy. Only so many different economies. True, true. Passing, failing, stagnant. But anyway, let's get into it. So from the Wall Street Journal, inflation has stayed high in July as the economy rebounded. So inflation remained elevated in July amid pandemic-related supply problems and signs that recent rise in coronavirus infection is starting to crimp some business activity. Consumer prices rose 5.4% in July from a year earlier, the highest 12 months uh, since 2008, according to the Labor Department. On a monthly basis, however, price pressures weakened. The department's consumer price index climbed a seasonally adjusted 0.5% in July from June, a significant lower pace than its 0.9% increase in June from May, though well above average of 0.2% from 2000 to 2019. So in context, we had the highest 12-month rate since 2008 in July, but the increase in prices slowed down compared to May to June. So even though they're going up, it was a slower increase. Thank you for that into I did it for myself, honestly. That's what I had to do. I have a, my, my little note card here. I'm like, what does this actually mean Thank to normal people? You. Thank you so, much. so it doesn't mean it, that it's getting better, right? It's just mildly better. But... Uh, The so-called core price index, which excludes the often volatile categories of food and energy, increased 4.3% from a year before, down from 4.5% annual increase in June. So again, it went up, but it's a decelerated increase. The weakening of price pressures in July from June isn't necessarily a sign that inflation fever... Of the past few months is breaking, according to Aneta Marquasca which I don't think anyone has to say. I'm sorry for butchering your name anymore. I think everyone just butchers I names. And <laughs> uh, she had to say that it's like the equivalent of going from 104 degree to 101 degree fever. It's still elevated, but it's not as hot as what you saw before, right? Still bad, but it's not as bad but it's still bad but one of the problems that they note is that the spread of the delta variant and how it could be you know impacting consumers spending right so over the last couple of months we saw a lot of people spending money right because they had increased capital because like we were talking about earlier they weren't paying student loans they didn't have to pay rent they were getting a stimulus and i think for a brief period of time people didn't have to Pay for mortgages. And also, people weren't going out as much and spending things on like uh, restaurants and bar tabs and whatnot. Right. But now, because things are becoming more restrictive again and people are becoming more cautious, maybe that increased spending, which we've seen over the last couple of months, maybe that's going to reduce again. And if that happens, then it might just revert everything back to normal. So if you're decreasing your spending, you're not going to be producing as much. It's just going to take away some jobs. So I don't necessarily think that it's going to get super bad, but I think maybe with, you know, COVID coming back and whatnot, you'll just see everything reset to where it was at the beginning of the year. And that's one of the serious issues. So you have the increased demand, but you can't meet that demand yeah. because workers, even though we read this last week, even though they've added almost a million jobs in July, they don't have enough people filling those jobs. So they can't meet those production demands, which is why the prices are increasing. And I remember I was seeing like videos, or even if you just go out and walk around, you'll see people like there's hiring signs all over the place, or they're they're offering like five hundred bucks for a sign on bonus. Was it Taco Bell doing at one point like will pay you one hundred bucks just to come and interview? I re- I know that it was McDonald's. It probably Taco Bell as well. I wouldn't be surprised if everyone is doing it. Right. And they go on and they say that the, uh, the Delta variant's impact could exacerbate the slowdown in economic growth underway, though it's hard to tell by how much, according to Joel Naroff, uh, chief economist. To quote him, he says that we could, we could have countervailing forces, Delta bankruptcies, and some government programs ending versus new government stimulus, he said referring to the Biden administration's budget proposal. That seems to argue for a steady moderation in growth, but not a rapid deceleration. Inflation has inc- uh, has heated up this year, as booming demand has outpaced the ability of businesses to keep up, like we were just talking about. U.S. gross domestic product has risen at a rapid 6.5% seasonally, adjusted for annual rate in the second quarter, but that was powered because of consumer spending. So like we said, you have increased funds to spend, you're going to spend them, and it's going to increase the amount of products that are being produced to meet that demand. Uh, Consumer spending increased 11.8%. And more spending was related to, you know, increased vaccinations and businesses reopening and whatnot. But they did mention, and the article just continues to go on, and it kind of lists, you know, different items that have either increased in price or decreased in price due to consumer demand. But really, what do you think? Are you concerned about the economy? Are you excited about the economy? Well, I don't... You could always get a second job there. No. No, no thank you. I already have one and a half jobs. But it is a problem. Like I was talking about this morning, like one side of the equation is, is, is pretty good, right? You've got an increased surplus of money for people to spend. And they're going out and spending it at least. But on the other side of the equation, you don't have enough products being produced to meet those demands. So at least one of those variables is good. So my point is I'm not all doom and gloom about the economy because I think you have some yellow flags and you have some red flags. I don't think you have green flags, but it's certainly not everything is falling down. Right. Uh, like I said earlier, you know, could the economy be you know, getting back on track a lot faster? Yes, it could. Are there certain policies that could be, you know, done that could increase the, uh, the economy, right? Like getting, yes, right? Like getting rid of the, um, the unemployment benefits that are preventing people from wanting to work in the first place. Which we know are so. What is it, October, I, something like that? Right. So I don't think it's completely bad, but I think there's certain things you could do to make it a lot better. Up. should i start cash under my pillow will that even help the no not really <laughs> it'll be worthless but no i totally get what you're saying mm-hmm. it, it it's tough because at the same time you still have news outlets who want to create mayhem right because it gets clicks and at the same time you want to understand the world around you so where do you turn and maybe you disagree completely with the wall street journal maybe you say that i don't know they're they're biased for whatever reason but I think that's why you have to read everything mm-hmm. and you have to come to your own conclusions but you're right it is a big problem because what do you do? well if you're I think there's data that came out you know if you're, if you're on the right you think it's going you know it's going down the drain if you're on the left you think it's perfectly fine I'm kind of in the middle I don't think it's great but I also don't think it's on fire Especially, you know, we've always seen, right, economic trouble, and you always get over it. Yes, people suffer, which is a problem, right? But the economy does rebound eventually. What were we earlier? Like, it feels like every, about every 10 years we've had, like, some sort of economic, mm-hmm. like, big economic dip. So and you recover, you know. And here's the other thing, too. I know people like to bash people in, in, in the government, but you have to give them some credibility. You know they've been economists anyway like you know people at the Federal Reserve or, or anyone making decisions. You know they're not just they're relying on other people in, in the industry to make you know decisions. So maybe you don't agree with that decision, but it's not a decision that's made you know lightly and out of complete ignorance right maybe they have a different you know long term outlook and this is the way to do it and maybe your long term outlook is different and you know you're both trying to get to the same answer but your equations are different essentially is what i'm saying but i guess all we can do is wait and see mm-hmm. yeah honestly i'm i'm not too concerned about that because i think uh, more people are vaccinated so even if you know, I don't think supply chains could get as di- disrupted as they were before yeah. because you're vaccinated, so you're less likely to get sick and have to be home. And I don't think we'll see like, major shutdowns again like we, did. we Maybe not in Florida. <laughs> hopefully not. Maybe that's just but. Well, because even if w- what you saw during the, the, you know, well, anyway, I don't want to get into that. But anyway, but yeah, I don't think it's going to be that big of a deal. Yeah. let us know in the comments down below if you think everything is on fire, let us know. If you think everything is golden, let us know. Leave a GIF. I want to see your GIFs for that. Oh. I think it's gif. It's GIF. Yeah, definitely. Um, like, subscribe, comment, like we said. We'll see you in the next one.